the DI Guys podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. Hi, this is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys podcast. I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Mike Coggle. Mike, what is the newest thing going on in Denver and the state of Colorado today? Chris, good morning, and thanks for asking. Well, we're code red, which is now there's another code for COVID, and it's purple. That means hospital capacity. So we're code red. So as of tomorrow, all of my plans to take friends out prior to Thanksgiving are now canceled. Beautiful weather. Guess I could still maybe go outdoors. You always want to know the weather. The weather's good. We've had a little bit of snow. Ski season's right around the corner. They're predicting, but that's Farmer's Almanac, which I do trust, um, says we're going to have a snowy season. But now it's just a wait and see what happens with everything here in the great state of Colorado as far as um, COVID goes, because we're going to go the next 30 days. And I'm not sure if you're doing the same. You can answer for me today. We're going to shut down bars and restaurants and probably um, schools. Again, in schools, I don't understand, but I mean, I'm not the governor, so it's not my decision. Other than that, it's a beautiful day and things are good. So what about Seattle? Where are you guys with this? Well, we'd never talk about it again, Chris, and we're still no, almost Thanksgiving. It's still having the conversation. It's a great point, Mike. Actually, yesterday in the state of Washington, we had the same shutdowns in terms of the bars and the restaurants and the gyms and the bowling alleys. So here's my, my philosophy. I'm going to go with the old cliche. It's the darkest before the dawn. And so we're going to go through this. Different states are doing it differently. The good news, I really do believe, Mike, is all of the good news that's coming from the manufacturers of the vaccine. And that's not an immediate vaccine for 350 million people, but it's a great start. And so that's, I'm looking at the positive. Chris, and I couldn't agree more. And as a side note to that, we're not political by nature. We probably are when we're not doing our podcast. But I'm not political by nature. I will tell you the one thing that I think has been phenomenal is government and business working together for a common good for all. And I say that not only for a vaccine, but I think it's also true of our space program. And if we can get government and private sector to work together hand in hand, I think anything can be accomplished. So if nothing else, the silver lining for me in this COVID that if we have two or three vaccinations from different companies because of cooperation of all entities, then we got to win, don't you think? Forward on lots of things. Maybe cancer's next. Well, Mike, that's exactly what I was going to say. So I'm going to make one more editorial comment before we jump into talking about disability insurance. Is the way that this vaccine has been created, and you and I have, I know, seen a lot of the same shows and read a lot of the same information, is the process that they're going through is dramatically different than previous vaccines. But to your point, is the way they're doing it, we're in the future going to be able to attack such things as cancer with this new methodology, which I don't pretend to understand, but I'm very, very enthusiastic about the fact that a lot of good is going to come out of this. It's unfortunate so many people have been sick and certainly so many people have passed away, um, but it, it, there's a lot of good things that are going to come out of this. We just got to get through this kind of this political craziness and we can kind of get back to normal or the new normal. And I think a lot of good things are going to happen. So with that, Mike, I got to ask you a question regarding disability insurance. We've talked before, Mike, 
about how producers are so focused on selling a policy to one individual and they get blinders on and they miss the opportunity to do, I'm going to use one of your favorite expressions, I need to give you credit, turn one into many. So tell us about, you know, your thought process when it comes to turning one into many. My thought process is relatively simple because it goes back to the beginning of time with insurance and it's called referrals. And one into many is, as, as we learned and you are a provident disciple, just like me from the very beginning, it feels like the beginning of time. I know it was in the eighties, but it does seem like the beginning of time where I spent my entire, my entire time at Provident. One of the very first things I learned was if you're going to pick a banana, <laughs> remember, Absolutely. you might as well pick, pick them by the bunch. And I give credit to probably Mike Esper senior still for that to this day. Rest in peace. Mentor to you and I and Rick Marcinek, who actually Mike taught Rick. Rick used to tell me that every day. And what I mean by this is I'm going to use an example. Step back for a second. By the way, Chris, we were just talking about science. Does everybody out here understand and listen to the podcast that we got some wildly successful scientists in America, and most of them are a top class with the carriers? And I think <laughs> if anybody understands right now, um, the need for income protection because something can happen that's unexpected, it would be the entire scientific community. Just a thought. So if you're down in Atlanta, you know what? I know a carrier that's got a discount for uh, government employees and the CDC, I think, is government employee. So just as, you know, for anybody in Atlanta, just a thought. Let's go back to that because it's exactly what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes. If you get one person, one person at a technology company, it makes $250,000 a year. So let's just round it down to $20,000 a month. And you spend all this time selling this person. This person, no matter who they are, has acquaintances and friends at work. And what's interesting about this is you need to ask the simplest of questions as a producer. If you're going to spend all this time writing one, say, do you have any at your work that's a friend or acquaintance that is in the same situation as you and Chris we both know the answer to that what is the answer every single time yes it is I yes as a matter of fact my neighbor down the block the picnic I go to 20 of the people that will be at that picnic we all work for the same company that's how we know each other I have an awful lot of friends and acquaintances for some reason in the financial services industry because other than school, that's where I've spent the majority of my time. So if you've got somebody, Chris, that you've spent time selling the concept of income protection for them and their family, you've got to ask the question. And then it doesn't matter whether it's a male or a female. Don't go deep on that. Say, you know what? I probably could even get you a better rate if you had two or three people from your company that were interested. And no. Here's what you get to say. No, we don't need to go to human resources. You don't need to do all of that. It's just somebody from your company that works at the same place. And I might be able to work a program for you that's better and for your peers that's better. I did this at a couple of small companies in Seattle back in the day. Had a lot of traction. Uh, stopped doing it with the broker. And that's the only reason that it stopped is because we just quit paying attention. But if you get one, you can refer and then we'll go to females for just a second. I think that's fair, don't you? 
you know, Mike, one of the things I want to make sure we touch upon because there's a, one of the carriers starting in January is going to make some changes, which I think can really impact what you just talked about. So, but go ahead, please. I mean, almost everybody's made changes to, to product over time. Um, and you know, we don't even know what government influence will be on, uh, on income protection or anything else. Most of the time, nobody pays attention to, to what specifically disability insurance does or doesn't do. But if you've got one and you're at a, at a technology company, and I use technology because a lot of times you are, if you're a coder, you get based on getting things done quicker, faster. So there's, there, there's bonus programs. Even if you've got a group LTD plan and you buy a nice little policy, if I'm a male and I'm going to spend $2,000 a year, Chris, I'll gladly refer anybody to you if you're the broker and I'm the, and I'm now the customer buying it. If you can take two, $200 off my 2000 just for a name, I'll give you the name. Don't you think that's fair? And that would happen? Absolutely. It's an incentive for them to give you that referral, which many times they're so reluctant to do. And right now, I'm talking about men only. If you ask that of a female and you've got a $2,000 premium, Chris, I want you to approximate of any of the five carriers that you and I would normally discuss, how much off of $2,000 annual premium would a female currently be? It's going to be 30 to 40%, Mike. Right. So now we're talking in excess of $600. So if we take $2,000 and take it down to $1,350 to $1,400, just because you referred me to a friend of yours, is it worth it? That's, a, that's an easy yes. I know it. And then you go to the same friend and say, listen, because you've done this, your friend bought it. And because your friend asked me to talk to you, I can take you both from 2000 and let's talk females only down to maybe $1,400. Would you be interested? Because your needs are the same. So you don't change the way you talk about selling the insurance. And as you always like to tease me about, the bobblehead has to say yes first. You know, in the event you get hurt or sick, make a real easy quote today for everybody who's never heard me before say a million different things. In the event you got hurt or sick, could you go one-third of a year without a paycheck? There's only one of two answers, Chris, yes or no. Fair? Correct. One-third of a year, as we both know, is what? Four months, right? Yeah, so we got a 90-day elimination period. You get paid in the fourth month. I would say one-third of a year because it makes people stop and think for a second. It's kind of fun, actually. But could you go one-third of a year without a paycheck? They'll do the math in their head. They'll do January, February. That's March. No, I could not. Okay, so the need is already established. I don't care how you do it. Go back and listen to every podcast Chris and Mike have ever done, and you can figure out needs-based. We'll start probably a whole bunch of new ones again in 2021 going forward. But the point is you get three lives. You own a list bill discount at that organization forever. It's yours. We don't typically let people impede on it. You don't, carriers don't like to do that. So if I go to, if I go to a Supersoft company and I get three lives, Chris, those are my three lives. I have those on the books. I now have three people that have a list bill discount that Chris doesn't go away. And what I mean by doesn't go away is that one of the people could quit, they keep the discount, and the discount at that company still stays. So you now have the opportunity to begin to market. And there's nothing wrong with prospecting. Nothing wrong with prospecting and asking somebody, is there somebody that has a similar circumstance to you in this organization? Yes, everybody does. We don't get paid enough. Boom, 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 whatever it is. It's an easy conversation to have, and you should always Always, if somebody is not self-employed, always, always ask, what about your peers? It's the simplest of questions, Chris, that I think is seldom asked. Your thoughts on, on, on that. 
let's go back to when we started, Mike. I mean, this scenario didn't exist when we started because you had to have a common billing back in the day. Correct. So the carriers have, have changed their philosophy. So, you know, back in the day, you had to get HR involved. And so now it's HR neutral, which is, so HR is, it doesn't give a shit. They're not even going to know. But the, the, the most important thing is now you can make this happen. Whereas 30 plus years ago, you and I struggled to even have these conversations the way we, we can today. Chris, this is why we work together. You just made the most valid point of the conversation today. When carriers learned that doing something through an automatic check withdrawal is more persistent than anything, why have a payroll deduction when you can do the most persistent business of all is either annual or monthly withdrawal? Those monthly withdrawals out of the what I call the family checkbook, if they happen forever, it's great for the carrier. It's actually great for the client because if the client suddenly leaves an organization, let's say that I bought it and I got fired, my income protection doesn't stop. And from your perspective and the company's perspective, by the time I get around to it, Chris, honest to gosh, I might go, geez, I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to keep this. I don't want this to go away. Chris, what would happen if I left the company under duress before? What would happen if I had a payroll deduction DI policy? Well, the company would quit remitting the premium, and chances are because you were in a tailspin of, of changing jobs, you would never reach out and say, hey, how do I keep this in place? And so you'd lose the coverage. And as we know, as we get older, things start creeping up to where maybe a new policy, well, first of all, a new policy would be more expensive if we could get it and maybe there's some modifications. So it's a long-winded way to say, Mike, in all probability, the coverage would have lapsed and you would be there with nothing. And what you don't want to have happen is you have nothing because you just weren't thinking about it because you just got fired or got laid off or whatever. Then something happened to you thinking that you had this coverage when you have nothing. Chris, so what you're actually telling me is that in the event that I lose my job and they ask me to leave, that I'm not going to sit there and wonder about my disability contract? It's there for you. Oh, isn't it amazing? Because I guarantee you, anybody that's ever walked out the door, they didn't say, oh, by the way, can I have my DI coverage? It's so important to me that I have it that I want to make sure that payroll deduction gets transferred to my checkomatic. Show me the human being that says that, Chris, and I will show you that a pig can fly. Well, you, you know, Mike, and, and I'm going to make a final point before we get out of here today. Fortunately, the carriers over the years have gotten very, very creative and gotten smart. So let's take that same scenario, Mike. Whatever happened, that, that tech person goes out the door. He or she keeps their, their individual policy. But now what are they going to probably do? They're going to create their own company. And they become very successful. So what do these carriers today allow that individual to do to their, call it $2,000 a month uh, benefit that they bought over and above their group LTD? What do the carriers to do allow that individual to do that $2,000 a month of benefit? Chris, what's amazing is if you lose your group coverage with some carriers and you start a company and you start making some money right away because you knew this was going to happen and you got 10 contracts sitting out there ready to go, and so you're, you're, you're not missing a beat, which tons of people actually do this. Thousands of people don't miss a beat is you can replace that group coverage with your individual. You just have to pay for it, but your coverage stays full. And that's another big change, Mike, obviously, from when you and I got started back in the day. 
there was nothing like that that, that existed. In other words, that the, you leaving and losing your group LTD triggered the opportunity to be able to buy more DI without physical insurability. You know, back, back in the day, if you did have a future purchase option, it was going to be on the anniversary date, whether that was in 364 days from now or one day from now, but that was when it was going to be, not the event. Last but not least, Chris, that if you go to any organization of three or more, and it could be 300,000, Chris, it, the, num- the number doesn't matter. If you establish that number, that we, I like to call it a reference number, a ref number from that company, and there's a common employer, it's yours. So if somebody goes, man, I can get some disability insurance from my buddy down the street, and here's what he said, you, your client goes, well, my guy has a better deal, I think. My guy has a discount. That's all they're going to remember. You might want to talk to my guy. He has a discount. And if I've only got one life, Chris, do I get a discount? And I got nobody else? Nope. No. Three lives. So if you take the time and energy, let's just make it a goal. First quarter of 2021, everybody that's listening, find yourself a small organization, get your three lives and start to run with this. Mike, I think that's the best place we can leave this episode is make a commitment to find that company to get that first life and turn one into many. So Mike, great ideas today. Stay safe in the purple zone of Colorado. And we're going to be talking soon. Chris, thank you and enjoy the holiday weekend or week coming up. We'll make the most of it regardless because we are a resilient people. Thank you all. You bet.